You are now listening to the Soloist Podcast. And we are back. Happy hump day. Yes. I feel like this has been the longest three days ever. Like, I really do feel like it should be like Saturday right now. Yeah, I do feel like a Friday. Um, if I have to guess what day of the week it is. <laughs> it's been um a long one, but yeah, but I'm ready for Friday to be here. Mm-hmm. So I'm the soloist. AKA Ebony, of course. And I'm Malibu. And welcome back, new listeners and uh, reoccurring listeners. So, are you saying like your nickname or your government? Mally is my nickname. Okay. Why are you acting like you don't know me? (laughs) No, I'm just saying. I don't know if you wanted me to say your government name, but like, Mally's back. If you listened to the last episode, she's back. So, speaking of Mally and who I am and all this stuff, when are we gonna do the um the visual I guess audio podcast? Cause if I can recall, one of your friends or your homeboys said that he really thought I was a light skinned girl that smoked black amahi. Just knew <laughs> that I was. Do you remember that was so no. funny? <laughs> Who said it? I don't remember his name, but He's, he was, he listens to the podcast. I'm guessing. Yeah, and you you introduced me to him one time. It was him. And a few other people or whatever. He was like, are you Malibu, the one who be on the um, podcast with Ebony? I was like, yeah. He said, man, I just knew you was light-skinned, like husky, and smoked black and mild. You just sounded like that. I was like, oh, my God. That's embarrassing. And he was like, I wasn't expecting you to look like this. <laughs> Wait. I'm trying to figure out who this is. You can't remember? No. We need to stop. It was, we was downtown. I can't remember if it was downtown. And we were trying to go to... Were we at the plant lounge? No. I can't okay, because I'm trying to think was. of the people that actually listen to the podcast who would have said that. But um, I think it was at Kiss that night. And then we had went to get some barbecue at this place. Oh, that was Penny. Shout out to Penny if he's listening. Yeah, Penny, Penny really. Yeah. yeah, he made me feel bad. He was like, I just knew you was... He was like a husky, light-skinned girl. Okay, <laughs> so that's... Pack of black miles a day. I was like, what? I didn't know. Like, that's crazy. Because, like, it's crazy because I guess people don't expect my voice to be what it is. Um, I, hate to I met voice, a few people. Yeah. I don't like my voice. I'll keep it a book. Like, sometimes I do, but sometimes I'm like, I bet I sound annoying. But I didn't know it was so distinct until, like, I had a podcast with someone else a few years ago. And I will literally, like, I had went somewhere, and they were like, are you Ebony? And I was like, uh... They were like, oh, listen to the podcast. I recognize your voice. Oh, wow. And I was just like, okay, shout out to my one fan. I don't even remember (laughs) who it was, but, like, I was just so surprised. I was like, is my voice that distinct? And then somebody else hit me up a few weeks ago and was like, was that you calling in to this particular podcast? Uh, they had heard it, I guess, on YouTube. And I was like, I went to go listen to what they were talking about. I'm like, that does not sound like me. But yeah, um, well, yeah people talk about day, my, <laughs> to, yeah, people talk about my voice all the time. I try to, um, change it up a little bit. I think it's nice. I mean, even though we are our biggest critics, like, I feel like I sound like a dude. And then, of course, sometimes my accent kick in, it could be a little more like, hmm. So I was like, that was funny, though. 
That was hilarious. It was so funny. I was like, I was not expecting that. He's like, that I is just that knew. is funny. He I'm trying skin husky tall and smoke black and mild. That is insane. all day long. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I I used to have a hard time uh, listening to the episodes because which I still listen to them, but I used to do double work. I used to record, go back and edit, listen. Then I'll end up listening again. Now I don't even try to edit. I just what it is is what it is, unless I really like know of like a um, timestamp of what I need to edit mm-hmm. because it's just too much work, like to do all that. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> recently, some friends were talking about me. They were like, "Your voice even sounds the same when you get mad." I'm like, "Yeah, you haven't seen me like really, really mad because it's not that same voice." I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I never seen you really, really mad. But I've gotten sure Valley Girl. Get, I've gotten get all type of out of hand, maybe the yeah. quiet storms. That's what they call them. Call Someone like told them. me I should do like voiceovers. Um, I would be interested in that though. Maybe. If you're hiring, let me know. <laughs> so, um, what was I going to say? We got so many topics tonight, y'all. Like, I got so many questions. Um, me too. That I didn't get a chance to talk about on the last episode because we would have ended up at like three hours, which I'm not opposed to doing a long episode like that, but M- <laughs> Mally might be like, nah, I'm good. But um, yeah, I have a um curfew, so I have to be at bed at a certain time. Well, be in. Bed I'm gonna pretend I time. don't have a curfew tonight because I have so much to do. Um, I don't know if I don't know how that's gonna work. So, um, I want to start something new on this podcast where like we kind of because I think I miss out on doing this a lot, like basically catching people up on. What's happened since the last time I had a podcast or whatever or an episode. So just kind of want to do like a check in on like, how's your mental health and how have things been going for you lately? I mean, my mental health is, I'll say is good. I, I don't know if anybody could say their mental health is excellent. Is that <laughs> possible? I mean, especially in this world where there's so much, much, you know, stressors and people you have to deal with and family issues, work, romantic issues. So yeah, but I'm good. I mean, I can't complain. I wish it could be better, but you know, everything is a work in progress. So I think I'm doing better than I was doing two years ago. Well, that's very positive. Would you say that you, anything happened in particular that made you feel like you are in a better space than you were two years ago? Yeah, I would say. Um, what change? I have been listening to more positive-minded people. Like one of my biggest, I would say, mentors. Even though I've never met him in person, and I've learned so much from him. Like he's a the the author of the Father Daughter Talk. His name is R.C. Blakes, and he's a pastor down in Houston. Mm-hmm. And he have a church in New Orleans, and I think it's New Hope Church. I don't want to. I think that's the name of it. But anyway, long story short, one of my really close colleagues that I've been friends with for so many years, she's like an older, you know, um, friend of mine. So I, I call her my, my auntie. 
she had introduced me to him and like in real life like you nah. met him no, she oh, was like, just like, hey, okay. this is a good person for you to listen to. I think okay. he could help you in so many different ways. He has so much wisdom, knowledge, and things that he could share with you and so forth. So I'm sorry. I have to ask questions as you're going. <laughs> but, like, is he black? Yeah. And is she black? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, but that don't mean I don't have white friends. I'm not racist, okay? But um, I'm just asking. And black people can't be racist. <laughs> not in America, at least. But yeah, so yeah, so he was one of the many inspirations that I felt that have, you know, helped me in so many ways because I listen to him. I try to listen to him probably once or twice a week because he has different shows and he's always on YouTube and he's on Instagram and stuff like that. So yeah, so he has put me in a better place and he's all about uplifting and educating women because he know a lot of women are, you know... People that may have not, especially black women, that probably didn't grow up with a father or a father figure. So he's that person for you from the cyber world perspective. But but yeah, I think he's, honestly speaking, he's uh, one of the, the things that have helped me. Or not things, but one of the resources that I have been utilizing. And I think it has been really working well for me. So uh, he has been a lifesaver. And you started two years ago? What's the uh, I would say probably like a, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So it's not two years I lied, I guess. But but if I have to tell you the honest truth, yes, I think I've been doing better. You know, mainly from listening from, to him. Yeah, that's good. I might. Um, I have sent I, stuff I to to you. About I him. don't yes, remember I, because you have not been looking. Did at you send it on Instagram or did you send it to my text I think messages? Both. No, Your phone no, and Instagram. But you don't be listening it. to me and you don't be looking at the stuff that I be sending to you. Send to my text message. I have sent you. Several good videos and stuff, but I'll send and it to I, you And I acknowledge them. If they're funny, I laugh. No. If they're not funny, I well, don't. Well, I do have <laughs> funny stuff, but this is something that I found to be very, you know, useful in the sense where it could uplift you and encourage you as a young woman and to try to overcome certain obstacles, especially when it comes to, like, romantic, you know, relationships and, you know, so he really hound in on things like that. So, but he's really good. He's not a Derek. What's that guy name that cheated on his wife and he was trying to be some coach? He's not a Kevin Samuels. He's not a Derek and all those people. He's who a are pastor, just, right? Yeah, and he's not that type of person that's looking for clout. And yes, he will tell you the truth. He have tough love. I must say, and that's what I like about him. But he's not one of those people that's looking for clout and trying to have this, you know, um, large fan base chasing behind him and, you know, they turn around and cheat on their wives and steal from the church and all that. So, no. But, yeah. So, y'all should listen to him. R.C. Blakes. He's great. He's a, a real inspirational person and he just really have a lot of knowledge to share. And I don't think he is biased in no way. Because some people might say, oh, he, he just looking for female fans and, you know... That's how he get his money, but nah. So, so anyway, like, remember, your turn. Okay, okay. <laughs> but remember when I was telling you how I went to church last Sunday? I got invited to a church and how the preacher kind of like, I wasn't expecting his way of preaching. Um, it was kind of like that tough love yeah. type. Like, he was more so talking to women, but most of the congregation was women. And it's a hmm. smaller church. So, I forgot his name. Well, I know his first name. I, don't, I forgot his last name because I met him through um, one of my uh, friends. But yeah, so 
I'll just say I'm in a better place today than I was last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, kudos to um, you. Because uh, work has been kicking my butt. Um, so the, the issue is I, I feel like I'll start getting stressed with work. And then I'm even more stressed because I'm getting stressed at work. Like, I'm mad because I'm letting it stress me out. <laughs> so, I'm learning to, whenever I kind of feel like I want to pop off or whatever, I'm learning to take deep breaths. Because um, I'm really big on trying not to let my blood pressure rise and all that. Um you know, that's something that definitely runs in majority of black people's families. And I thank God that I have not um, basically, I, I have avoided that thus far. And I pray that I continuously do. And so I really do try to like be more cautious of things I'm doing as I get older. So even with just getting mad, I get frustrated because I'm like, why am I letting this make me mad? Why am I letting this? you know, mm -hmm. make my blood boil. Um, but like, yeah, it's just been really frustrating at work. Um, and I've been trying to pinpoint some of the issues. And then I'm just like, at the end of it, I'm like, okay, so is this a me problem or is this a work problem? Like, is this something that I'm going to have to change my way of thinking on or is this something that no this process needs to change so I've been kind of just every day at this point taking it one day at a time one day at a time so I don't get overwhelmed with thoughts and all this and that and for years I have been like I need to get a therapist I need to get a therapist because hell I should have got a therapist forever ago when my dad got killed so it's just like I keep putting it on hold. Um, I guess no specific reason. I mean, it's a few reasons why I put it on hold. You know, probably just like anybody else. Stigma or um, people look down on you. I don't know. I can care less about okay. that. Because at the end of the day, I think everybody on earth needs some form of therapy. Like, even if mm -hmm. you haven't, if you were, if you've been blessed enough to not endure any type of trauma, I think you could still benefit from therapy. Um, on, on other levels. Even the therapists, they need therapy. I'm sure they could benefit too. Oh, God. Because they I'm have like, like the <laughs> highest rate of suicide. Therapists? Yeah, and psychologists, they have like some that. of the highest rates of suicide from their... Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah. That's sad. Because they have to deal with so much people's problems and traumas. And they have to go home at night and lay in bed and think about all these things and people that they encounter every day. Just think about it. Like, they have the highest rate of suicide in, um, I think, in... in, in of all of the professions, they're, mm -hmm. they ain't the number one. They up top there, so yeah. I need to check on my friend Morch. So you know our friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now she's a psychiatrist, but she always seems very like. And I've actually, you know, of course, I've seen her go through stuff, but like she, for the most part, just seems like. And probably she don't have to deal with them too much too, because she's a psychiatrist, right? Where yes, she's a doctor that prescribes medicine. But I don't think that's her actual role. At the company that she works for, mm -hmm. uh, I think she does. It's more of like a director role, so she don't probably have to, you know, deal with no, yeah, psychoanalyze and all that. Yeah. But um, 
so yeah, I I stopped procrastinating and I did some networking and I found a black female doctor in another state. So I'm kind uh, someone asked me if I was excited about it today and I was just like, no, I'm not. But like, you know, I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna give it probably a good three sessions um, and see what it's like. Uh, to just, you know, it, yeah, definitely could use it. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'd like to hear that. It's one thing I've checked off on my to-do list. Um, and, yeah, my first session is in a few weeks. Speaking of, you mentioned your job. I must say that, too. I, I clean forgot about that. Like, um, I will say that has changed for me as well. Like, I currently hold a job that I really enjoy mm -hmm. and the people that i work with have a great support system the management and upper management they're fairly decent from any other company i've worked for so i must say having this job has really decreased my stress level too because yeah. you know how i i have told you in the past where i have worked a certain place and mm -hmm. it was just always some drama always something going on so i must say that yeah having this new job and how the company is and how the people that I work with has been such a like a fresh breath of air that's ha that has helped me as well. So yeah, both my job and RC Blakes has helped me as far as, you know, feeling better about myself and being more happy and feeling a little more content and motivated. So yeah. Yeah, so I must say when I first got in this role a few months ago, I was like, oh, I'm going to like this so much better because it's just certain things that I don't have to do anymore. I don't even have to like talk to people anymore, which is so amazing. And when I say people, I mean like before I pretty much communicated with dealerships, like the finance managers. Now I don't have to talk to anybody at all. I, I just literally do process and I audit. And so at first, I was like, you know what, this might be a blessing in disguise because, you know, there's been so many like cutbacks in at different companies, our company, especially there's been a lot of shifting and moving around and, you know, it's a blessing to like not get laid off and to like be like, Hey, we're going to put you over here because we're going away with your current team, blah, blah, blah. So at first I was like, okay, this might be a blessing in disguise. You know, I'm just going to, you know, whatever, whatever this will, and it will definitely be good on my resume. But now I'm just like, mm, I don't like it here. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should but, move around and well, find something honestly, else to do. But, but see, I it's, it's weird because it's like, I like what I do. I don't like the results of what I do, if that makes sense. So, like, I like what I do. But, and, it's, and honestly, it's very hard, like. I, it's, it's very challenging because you have so much that you have to remember so many steps to every little thing is literally quality analysis you got to make sure everything is perfect um so you're triple checking stuff or whatever it's just that i don't like other stuff about the job mm. so i'm trying to find a way which maybe the therapist can help me look at things a different way or handle it a different way um but you know what, like, I must say that something that always has helped me, oh my gosh, I remember, I just have been not motivated to get back there, I haven't been there in probably a couple of months, but 
going to the gym and working out like that always helped me maintain my stress levels I mean we really do need to release every day uh, whether you're dealing with something or not it's just good too for our body but like I think if I get back to doing that that will also help because it's just like almost like an escape I think so that, sh that should be something that you should try to start to incorporate back in your daily regimen because you yeah. used to do it so yeah and if you have just... seen a positive out outcome while doing it I think you should definitely get back on it because I think you've been bringing up all the good points that I kind of miss even working out for me is something that helps me too with my stress levels like mm -hmm. I always make sure I take a, a nice walk after work I try almost to go every single day but every day doesn't permit but um that that has been a really great um I will say you know way to get get off get away from all the work and the other things that you know might stress you out just get you some fresh air like you say walk go sightseeing outside in the parks and all that extra stuff or go to the gym so yeah that's another another good tip i need to Thank get back you. to that but then some days when i log off some days i don't even leave the house like shower get in the bed watch tv and i don't think about work for the most part when i log off but and it's more to it than just, okay, I don't like some parts of my role. It's like, okay, now I want to go to something else. I want to kind of switch my career up. I want to, like, I'm willing at this point to, like, leave the company and go somewhere else if the benefits are better. And especially if the pay is better because I definitely feel like I'm underpaid for what I do. Um, so that's a whole other thing. So it's not just, like, oh... I just don't really like my role all the way. It's it's other stuff to it that has made me feel this way. Um, so I'm just daily trying to like pray more about it and just like take deep breaths when I want to spaz out. And because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, mm, yeah, funny. per my last email <laughs> type of energy. That's but, funny. um, yeah, I just, you know, work for some reason for most of my life has been a key component to my happiness, unfortunately. Um, and I'm trying, I'm always trying to like maintain it because I'm just like, I don't ever want to be stressed out about any job. Um, no job can pay me enough to stress because stress affects our health ultimately. So it's just like nothing is worth being stressed over to me. Um, like nothing and no one. Yeah, I, like, I, yeah, I absolutely agree. It's with a that. killer. So it's just like, what's worth you? You know what I mean? So I really try not to ever get stressed or anything. Um, it's very challenging and it's been very challenging over the past few weeks. Um, just with different things. Um, yeah, so I'm that's just some of the things I've been working on. Speaking of work, I mean. Maybe you should work at Home Depot because girls are getting, you know, those. Well, I have a question about that because, like, I'll get, <laughs> I get, I'll get some doses of, like, social media news and I don't go back to, I didn't, I didn't have time to research, but, like, did she get fired? You could, you could actually become probably um, rich off of work in certain places because you might be too cute to even work at Home Depot, take on the street because, like, that, I don't know the girl name, but it's I been, don't think so, it's Melissa. been going around on social media that, shh. 
Shaquille O'Neal got into her DM because people were saying that she's too cute to be working at Home Depot. That's not true because, and, um, like, that's I not true. always hear people say that, look, if you want to attract a man, you have higher chances if you go to Home Depot. And I must say, I don't know how true that is because I, I I went to Home Depot, like, a couple of weeks ago because I, I needed a zip tie. Um, But... I did see, like, maybe... No, he was married. Never mind. How you know he was married? Because he had on a ring? Mm-hmm. No? Well, yeah, I guess. But... And he had a Jeep. Like, he... We kind of parked at the same time or whatever. Okay. And um, I was like, oh. But and, yeah, and as far... Was, what are you trying to get at? Because I think you're kind of shifting away from what I was Oh, yeah. I was going on the whole day. This girl... <laughs> Allegedly was too cute to be. Well, I was gonna Home say. Depot. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like I don't think so because you're gonna come across cute men all the time. You're gonna come across. What are you talking about? If you if you go to Home Depot as just even a regular like consumer, like you're gonna come. You could possibly meet some contractors or like. No, they're business. saying that she is too good to be working at Home Depot. Like she shouldn't even be working there. That's, that's what they ignorant. were saying because it says she's so pretty. She's so gorgeous. She is just you know like breathtaking when you just look at her like oh my god girl why are you even working here that's what they put that in her head so and when you though. look at her she's a cute girl don't get me wrong she like i don't know if she's biracial or whatever kind of like slim figured girl light skin probably in her early 20s she did say she's a college student but my reason behind even bringing this up to the forefront was technically just to say that i think nowadays our society and the people that you know, are on social media are so superficial to the point where they, they put in these people heads that they're too good, good for anything. Like a girl, her age, why would you tell her she's too cute to be working at home people? I'm sure she was probably a brown skin chocolate girl. They wouldn't probably have even took no, notice to her. She wasn't chocolate. That's what I'm saying. I said, I'm sure she was probably chocolate. Oh, or then they would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't have probably saying. been took notice to it saying that, oh, you're so cute. You don't need to be working here. Girl, you too fine. Blah, 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 blah. She's a cute girl, but I've seen cuter. I'm cuter than her. Okay? <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't be working where I'm working because can somebody come and save me? But anyway, I'm just talking shit. But nah, I'm not that shallow. But I'm just saying it was so funny. But now, anyway, now they're saying that she allegedly got herself up out of there because she said that people were able to locate her because she was the one that put her her um information in Twitter where she worked, where she go to college and all that stuff. So she's saying that now, you know, my Did life has changed so swiftly, huh? Did she get fired? No, nah, she didn't get fired. What is she quit. She said she quit because people was like, I guess coming to her job, I don't know. And Shaquille O'Neal actually showed up at a Home Depot. I don't know if that was the actual actual Home Depot that she worked at, but he was trying to be funny and I guess he was, you know, signing autographs and all this extra stuff but he went into her dm for what to me it's just sending this wrong signals to young little girls or people in general for you to think because you look a certain way that you're too good to be working a, a normal job you know what i'm saying to me that's not a good look and nobody shouldn't have to feel like if i work at home depot is a bad thing either so i think that they need to start instilling in these young women especially in this generation that yeah, work for your money, educate yourself, be your own person. Don't count on social media to determine what you're gonna be in the the long run or whatever. But I just didn't like the 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 um the notion that they added to it, and it made it seem like she was just too good to work at Home Depot because she looked a certain way. She light skin, she slim, she have long hair, 
like given her privilege of, of, um, above any other person that might not look like her. And I didn't like it. I think she did, you know, got a little clout out of it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to hate. But why would you even post your conversation with Shaquille O'Neal? She, she went and she posted it. Like, that had... Cause she's that didn't young, have to go out there. there. You should have kept it to yourself. No. You're expecting too much. Yeah, she's young, but still, she she knew better. She knew what she was doing. If me and Shaq had, Is, if me and Shaq had a conversation, there's no way I was going to post it out there for everybody and their mama to see. I think she just did it for clout. And she's trying to... She's up and uh, up and coming. I don't know exactly what she is, but I think she's some content creator. And then she was saying that, well, I didn't get any... Um, endorsements out of this. I guess she was hoping for it. I don't know. She gained thousands of followers just for just for him going into her DM. She have 150-something followers. I'm sure she probably wasn't even at that number. Probably she was at 2,000. I don't know because I didn't look at her before I even heard of her. But I'm just saying to say is is really ridiculous. I think that they need to stop. And she ain't no too damn cute to be working at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or no damn Home Depot. And I'm sure she's going to take that to her head. And now she'll sure. How much do you want to bet she's going to start a GoFundMe page? I could bet you my last dime she's going to start a GoFundMe page to say, and she said that she's thinking about moving now. Because she's saying all of this has disrupted her life and she can't be a normal person anymore. <laughs> it's like she's just doing the most. But anyway, that's my plea on that. So let me stop my soap opera stuff over here but i'm not hating but i just i just feel like you know y'all this colorism shit need to stop because she light skin and she's slim and have long hair curly hair she too cute to be working at home depot like for real yeah it's never gonna stop ever yeah it's not gonna stop but this is why you know some of these women be up on social media thinking that they so privileged because they look a certain way or they have a certain shape or they have a certain complexion or whatever they think they got going on because these men be blowing up their head and allowing them to think that they entitled to every single thing that come their way. So, yeah. Yeah. That was um, a lot. But sorry, people. I just had to... I mean, I didn't get a chance to argue certain points, <laughs> but I mean... <laughs> silly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, so she's going to get rich off of these weirdos. She's going to start a GoFundMe page next week and she'll be a millionaire in the next two weeks. Trust and believe that. Okay? I'm telling you. It's, it was just that easy. Like, I mean... I need to start getting creative. I know, right? If you half naked or you shaking your butt no, up and Instagram like, and all like, that stuff. I know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I like my life. I'm pretty private. I and like I my like... little private four. How much followers I have, I think? They're like 400 plus. Girl, I'm not. I'm under 500, which do I care? No. If I wanted to have a whole bunch of followers, my page would have been public and, you know, anybody could just add themselves or whatever. But I don't care about that. I'm not Jesus Christ. I don't need, need no disciples following me. Well, can and I ask you something? All the extra stuff. What's up? So, like... I unfollow a few people, but like <laughs> people that you used to talk to as far as friends, I mean, were romantic partners. What? No, like some of the people we don't even like, like we met at one point, but it wasn't like no relationship or not even remotely. It was just like, we know of each other. Like sometimes you'll meet people and it'll start following you, right? Yeah. And that's it. But it's just like, to me, I'm just really trying to get to a point of I follow people I truly just, like, fool with. Because it's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's our sign. But, like, yesterday, I was just like, <laughs> I just felt like I'm following some people. Because I'm just like, mm, I don't know them. We like... don't really. 
Well, I no, I don't know them like that. And it's like we don't talk. And like, so I'm just going to keep following people who I like usually have some type of interaction with or whatever. Now, I do follow some people that I don't really interact with that I have met before. But it's because I like their content. So this is just your your private page, not your podcast. Oh, no, no, no. Right? It's my private. And I do need to do more with my podcast page, by yeah, the way. Yeah, because your podcast page, of course, you know, of course you want to be able to gain followers and all that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is my private, private. Um, page or whatever. So I just, like, I did unfollow some people, but it wasn't like, oh, I hate you or I don't like you, so I'm unfollowing you. It was just like, we don't talk for real, for real. In real um, life like that, so I'm Yeah, so it's just you, like, I don't... Yeah, I just I see what felt like I'm following. But um, if I see them in person, I'll speak, of course. Like, it's no, like, hard feelings. I'm going to have to check to see. Did you unfollow me? No. Okay. Um, but I did unfollow right. somebody. I don't <laughs> follow somebody I used to talk to, but I did it because um, they just kind of, like, rubbed me the wrong way a few days ago. So I just don't follow them, too. You funny. <laughs> Oh my god. I guess that's the Aquarius energy. You got it more than me though. I do? Yeah. Is it the January versus the February? You gotta be. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely have it. Speaking of social media, I don't know if this is a good segue, but um, you saw that big thing that blew up with Sukihana and that guy. I don't even know his name, but this guy that they said allegedly forced himself on her and he was trying to kiss all over her and blah, 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 blah. Talking about social media, how people sometimes... Well, tell them what you're talking about first. Because you just sent it to me today, and I probably would have never seen it. Well, I, that's what I saw. It was today I saw it. I don't know. When it was... Was it today? That His name is um whatever Osiris. I don't know the first few letters. What is it? Something Osiris? YK? I, girl, I don't know. Yes, yeah, I don't know like these that. people, but I know Sukiyana. Um... And allegedly, yes. yeah. And so when I like, I heard you tell me what it was about, and then I looked at it, and I was very appalled, and I was just like, gross. Um, and I was trying to think, like, what would I have done in that situation? First of all, like I know sometimes for women, when you're uncomfortable, I have been in situations where you laugh things off because you're uncomfortable, but I. I only like to kiss niggas I really like. So if an, if somebody is trying to kiss me or put their tongue in my mouth and I don't like you or not, especially if I don't know you. Exactly. Uh, a kiss is very intimate. No, I'm going to stop you. Especially if yeah, the French kiss is very intimate. So, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't really, I'm not going to say he's wrong. Yeah, he was, it was a bit very much so inappropriate. But people, of course, will have their own you know, judgments about why it happened to her. Cause you know, they say, Oh, she's such a, you know, um, loose cannon. She'd be up on Instagram talking all about her, her pom pom is so tight. And is this, she got the wop, she got the good, what Suki with the good coochie and she does talk real crazy. So men going to be like some men, not all men. They're going to be like, yeah, she that type of girl that I could just run up on and touch any kind of way and, you know, and, and fondle with her. And, and she should be able to take it because that's how she portray herself to be. I don't care if I walk the street naked. If I say, I, you know, I, she says she's going to turn him out. That's what I think she said at that, that event that she was at when he was trying to tongue kiss her or put his tongue in her mouth or whatever, kiss on her. So people were saying that, oh, she was flirting with him. So he took it upon himself to get, you know, all into the mood and start rubbing on her and massaging that he's trying to kiss. But still, 
that didn't give him the right to do what he did. Obviously, she was pulling away and she was like, stop, like, like, nah, like, chill out. And he would not. He did it twice. He got denied twice. And then he ran off and started laughing and playing it off because I guess he was like shocked that she didn't kiss him. Because she, he probably thinking like, she's, she's a known thought. And not only that, he went in for a second yeah, round. Yeah, so like, she's like, I mean, sir. He was, obviously, he was shocked. He was like, wait, she, Suki didn't kiss me? What's up with that? And she, she always talks. Are you? Wow. But hold up, though. Hold up. Now that I'm thinking about it, what if? What if? This is like a lineup for them to come out as a couple. You don't think so? No, I just can't so. believe he kissed her like but that. But she responded. See, you're not. You wasn't in the loop of things. You're not privy to what was going on after the fact. So she put out a statement out there and say that she's. She said she was very hurt. And she's afraid to stand up for herself. And um, she deactivated her social media account. And people was like, nah, Suki, don't, don't fall back. Stay strong. We got your back. We're going to support you. So it's like to the point where she felt some type of way about it. She feel embarrassed. And I honestly feel like it's going to be a lot of pressure on her. Because people are going to expect her to do something about that. Mm -hmm. You know, so that, you know, it does not signify what he did was okay. They're going to be like, you need to get on this because they have women that's looking up to you. Even though sometimes you don't send the best signal out there, it does not, you know, warrant him doing what he did. And people are going to really expect her to say, maybe you should press charges on him for sexual harassment or sexual assault or whatever. So I think that's another reason why she's like, okay, let me just take a break from social media because I know things are going to come at me left, right, and center. So I think that's going to be a, another you know, like obstacle that she's going to have to be faced with because people are going to be like, look, you got to do something. You know, you're not going to sit here and tell me that because you talk slick and fly and so sexual that you're going to allow this guy to do this to you and not, you know, show an example to other young women out there that is not okay for a man to handle you that type of way because you have this certain sexual persona about you and you give up, give off that aura that uses sex symbol, you know what I'm saying? So I feel for her, I ain't gonna lie. I feel very sorry for her. And people nowadays, you know, again, they, they look at you a certain way and they think that they could fumble and play with you because you have a certain type of vibe about you that they could disrespect you. But I really think that she's gonna have to really um, come out and, you know, do the right thing, so. You I know, know, I it's a very delicate topic, so I almost don't even want to say certain things, but I just feel like men should, and I've seen men that I know, some, like they are really adamant about, I'm going to make sure I get consent before we even have sex. And these are men that I've been intimate with, but platonic. Mm -hmm. guy friends who have expressed that they like go this route and I honestly feel like that should become more of a thing so you can avoid even situations like this I feel like just recently one of my friends said another person said something highly inappropriate to her um like a sexual advance granted they may have been intoxicated but it's like you have never talked to this person on this level. So now you just kind of like made this person uncomfortable. Um, and you, and if you had any chance of them being interested in you, 
now you just turn them off. So it's just like, I think also, I can't speak for women because I feel like it is a double standard. A woman can kind of touch guys. They yep. can kind of say things Absolutely. to men. And it could be inappropriate, but like nine times out of ten, that guy isn't going to report that woman because they're going to feel like they're pussy. But like, honestly, as a guy, if you do feel violated by a woman, I think you should like express that. Um, now, as far as filing charges, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I would do in this situation if a guy came up and kissed me in the mouth who I may be acquainted with, but, like, I don't like you like that, so why you just do that? I don't know if I would foul charges. Why not? I don't know. But why not, though? What are some of the it's, reasonings behind you, behind honestly, you thinking that you shouldn't Honestly, foul? you want to know why? And it's because sometimes you just don't even want to deal with the whole process of it. So that's another, again, another stigma that's attached to these things that, and incidents that kind of like men. Now, now that I think about it, how I just said some men likely aren't going to express that they were violated by a woman. They probably just don't want to deal with it. They don't want to be called this. They don't want to be called that. You don't want to deal with all the drama that comes along with that. You don't want to go through this long process of court and all this and that and it's just like okay this happened to me now i'm gonna try to heal from it the best way i can or if i have to get a therapist involved then i'll do that too but like now but she's on a whole other level she's pretty much a celebrity, yeah, she's a celebrity so, so yeah. now the whole world is a part of what happened to you versus me like yeah she she's like she's not gonna be able to live in silence and she's probably i mean suffering silence and be like oh it happened like you will say like i'll just let it go and just pray I mean, about it i don't know people. exactly what i would do because it hasn't happened to me but i think i probably would not press charges because i probably wouldn't want to deal with i would just want it to go away but how is it going to go away especially i mean honestly it's possible though People get accused of stuff every day on social media, celebrities. They go through stuff every single day. Something comes out every other day about something happened, this happened. And the next day, we on to something else. So, it is possible that sometimes people forget about stuff or they just move on to the next issue. Something else happens and it's like, okay, well, whatever. Stuff happens so much now because we have cameras, because we have social media that... It's so much stuff. Everybody's pretty much desensitized from murders and accusations and sexual assaults that it's just like, you can't keep up with everything. You can't be outraged about every single thing. But what, probably, well, if she look at it from that perspective where she probably doesn't want to press charges and okay, was a, you know. Okay, and, I have a question and, about that. And this is not me trying to like go against her at all it's more so like can you really press charges because somebody kiss you yeah in yeah. that manner like as you said she would tell him stop she said come on stop like you trying to kiss me like what's wrong but with you? what's That's that like, what? that is sexual harassment it's i was about sexual to say assault. what is that charge is that it's sexual har harassment or sexual is you that, know is, that's what sexual assault is it yeah, it could be That's classified as that. Like, yeah, somebody posting oh, okay. their cell phone, you trying to kiss on you and all that. That is sexual harassment. What about... Harassment, yes. What about Donald Trump when they say he... Well, he was grabbing somebody pussy or something or whatever, and then the lady, she got file charges on him. That's sexual assault. He he was going... He did it. I don't know if he did it. I, I don't remember the whole story, but I remember something about him grabbing somebody's vagina, 
and all this extra stuff and blah, 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 blah. Even Trey songs with that girl. I guess he touched on her TV or whatever, or I don't know exactly what happened. All of that are things that are classified as sexual assault or sexual harassment. He wasn't supposed to even, you know, play that girl the way that he played her, even though she might have been somebody that he dealt with or they had sex or whatever, or she was high on cocaine or heroin, I don't know, and he felt like he had the ability to touch her inappropriately. That's not right. I don't care how people twist it and turn it. That is all sexual assault, sexual harassment is all kind of like falling the same kind of category. He don't have to physically penetrate her with his reproductive organs for it to be a sexual assault or rape or whatever you want to call it. And that's what one of my homegirls said earlier. She was like, I don't think she should press charges on him. He's a young guy. He's just 19. I said, first off, he's not 19. He's 24 years old. I say, what he did was wrong. She said, like, she just think that Suki needs to go ahead and link up with Amber Rose and do the slut walk and, you know, and just, you She know. got the whole rollout together. Yeah, she got the whole I said, okay. But oh, I was gosh. like, but nah. I was like, he was dead ass wrong for that. But, I mean, if Suki want to handle it in the manner where she don't press charges, fine. But I think this should be a great example for him not to ever do that again to any woman. And I hope he learned from his mistake. You know, people deserve second chances, and I understand that he didn't do it to the point where he forcefully, you know, jumped on her and raped her. I just want to know what, what made him behind do that. Doors? He has yeah. to be drunk or high on something. No, it wasn't like, drunk or high. He just felt like because Suki is a sexual person, she was talking about vaginas and penises and sucking on people's penises it and licking seemed... toes. That's <laughs> what they see when they see Suki. Sex, 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 sex. So they feel like they are comfortable enough to go and play with her like that because she is known as a loose goose in the in the industry because the way how she talking the way how she be moving but i heard that they said that she just put on a show she's not really like that i heard that she went to private school she was very sheltered and all this extra stuff people really do that so it's people with identity basically. issues yeah they do stuff like that like they try to be the what they call it the the, the they're imposters like they're trying mm -hmm. to be somebody that they're not even really because you know, they want to be accepted in society or want to be part of the cool gang. That's what Suki is. She's not really who she portrays herself to really be. To say mm -hmm. the honest truth from what, at least from what I heard in the sources. But anyway, Suki, I feel sorry for you. I hope that you're able to get past this and also be able to be that voice for other women that may have encountered some of the same things that you have encountered and let the world know that it's not okay for anybody to violate you in any form or fashion just, just because you're an you're over-sexualized person, the way how you talk, the way how you walk, the way how you dress. It doesn't give any man or any woman any right to violate anybody. I just think everybody should get consent, honestly. Like, and yeah, I think everybody should get consent. Like, if you get consent verbally, like, you really... I'm not going to say you, have, you don't have anything to worry about because, you know, but I, I'll just say make sure that person is comfortable before you proceed with any type of sexual acts. Yeah, <laughs> and even if you're including sexually, kissing. you know, participating with them, if they say stop, like just done with it. Even if you're yeah. in the act, like, okay, like, nah, I'm not up to this. Just stop. Yeah, just make sure just, you have like, okay. consent. Like, Yeah. Because right. you could get consent, and that that cons consent could just go away in two seconds. The person might not be feeling like, nah, you know I changed my mind. 
I don't think I'm gonna really do this anymore, you know. And some men will be like, hell nah, I already started, I'm gonna finish. You know, or women, they could do it too. Like, nah, I'm I've already started, let me get my nut, or I'm ready, you know, let let me let's keep doing this. It have people that do stuff like that, but of course, you know, mm -hmm. men are not they're not gonna report it because they're like, I'm not gonna be a punk, I'm gonna just do whatever, let her get her rocks off or whatever. So yeah, but they there definitely is double standards when it comes to, you know, being sexually harassed or and sometimes people and don't like want to deal with the effects of like basically you know filing complaints yeah. or pressing I mean, charges like you just don't want to deal with all of that you don't want to deal with the aftermath you don't want to go to court you just want yeah. it to be over so i can understand why people it men, is a lot men and women I, mean, I could attest to it is a lot is a lot to think about is is very draining mentally but at the same time is like you saying to yourself like somebody violated you it wasn't right you don't deserve it and that person should should be accountable for their actions like you just can't go around doing it like and if you could probably stop that person from doing it to somebody else or hurting somebody else come forward and say something and i mean yes it's hard yes it's something that might haunt you for the rest of your life but once you know that you didn't do anything wrong and you stand your grounds and you know and you stand up for yourself you'll be okay let I me mean, just say this. So, like, men and women, there are billions of people in this world. And I know, like, as you start individualizing all these people, then it narrows it down to probably the amount of people you'll be interested in. But at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure you're going to come out with at least a couple of billion people that you have options of. And as much as men say they have a trillion options in the world... That should give you even more reason to like get consent from the person that likes you and who you like versus trying to pressure other people who aren't interested into something. So if you have all these options, then you shouldn't even have to like violate a person to get what you want, honestly. Um, and I know most people probably wouldn't think like that, but like that's just real. And, that's and women too, because they try to make it seem like women have so many less options. But honestly, <laughs> personally, it's not that much of a shortage. Um, but predators don't think like you how you're thinking. Oh no, this is more just in general. Like I'm probably about to go into a whole other subject too. People, but some people do it because they get a kick out of. It. They like to they take advantage of people. They like. When people are vulnerable, they get like well, yeah, kick yeah, out of it. yeah. But I was going to hold on the subject with okay. it, but now I got to see yourself. But yeah, but, <laughs> but my point options, is but... like, I know predators probably aren't thinking like that because the whole point of violating somebody is because some predators probably get off on doing that. Yeah, and some predators are very and... handsome that a lot of women really like that they attract a lot of women. They have a lot of friends. They they have money. They have R. Kelly's one of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He had. Almost everything you could think of. He was a millionaire. He had a bunch of women. He's a handsome guy. He was very talented. But some people, they're, they're messed up in their head to the point where he might have experiences, experienced trauma growing up that they did said that he was raped or molested by a family member. So these are things that people deal with. And then sometimes it's manifested in the way how they treat other people and stuff like that. It doesn't mean that he didn't have options. He had a whole lot of options. He could have got a million of women. Women used to die over r kelly but did that stop him from being a predator to people no well if you're in the cusp of being a predator and you're not all the way there and you're <laughs> listening you have billions of options 
It's not so that easy. So it would be better to like, you know. If it was that easy, trust me, the world would have been a better place. But we Never. have some people that are psychologically messed up in the head that, you know, some of the, the most handsome men or attractive women are predators. They're rapists because they mm-hmm. just get a kick out of that that feeling knowing that they're able to, you know, um, disarm somebody or get over somebody. It's just like an adrenaline rush for some of these people. Like, it's, it's real. Like, criminals... Like the criminals think that way. Like some people just love to commit crimes because they get a kick out of it. It's fun. Oh, seeing somebody suffer, seeing somebody cry, having somebody in a vulnerable so state. So it is like that is a whole nother like type of sex, right? You have people that are dominant and people that like to do all these, you know, fifty shades of gray type things. <laughs> but and I honestly feel like you should do it that way, but then it's just, you know, this is the world we live in right like they're gonna do it the (laughs) illegal way more than likely so but there are other ways to do it if you're trying to live your life a little bit better you know but i'm not here to judge um god bless um but yeah i personally probably wouldn't even bother going through the whole process of it i feel like please don't say that don't discourage other people out there that might be victims of sexual assault or you know well honestly this whatever is, but honestly i have to be deterring yourself from doing it that i mean i'm not discouraging anyone but like personally from what i have experienced like i you know yeah that's why so many women have been scared to come forward because again of the stigma they're scared of this they're scared of that and they suffer in silence they're well, like this is what they will say that, then it's like self-fulfilling prophecy like maybe i deserved it Maybe I deserve for this person to do me that or treat me that way or sexually assaulted me because probably something that I said, maybe something that I wore or I was too sexy. I was too Well, I wanted to talk about that too. So I personally don't think no matter how you dress, how you talk, that you deserve to be violated, whether you're a woman or a man. Um, However, because of that, I try to present myself in certain ways. That will somehow potentially um, make my chances lower of someone violating me based on certain things. And if you have been violated, I think, <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you what to do, honestly, because I can't tell you to do something that I've never done. But I would say if you do, if you choose not to report the person or press charges or whatever the case, I feel like you should probably definitely get some type of counseling or therapy to heal from that situation. And I do think it is possible to heal from that situation based on my experience. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So I'm definitely not trying to discourage anybody. I'm just telling you what I wouldn't do. And I have to say my truth. Like, I'm not going to be on here lying to people like, yeah, I would definitely press charges. No, I can't say that because when I was violated, I didn't press charges. And I know other people who don't. And I can relate to why you wouldn't want to press charges. Hmm. And a lot of women have been violated. I feel like it's almost like. Probably two out of Every five women, two out of every three. Like I feel like it's so high. Like one out of every four women, if not more, have been violated on some level, either violated or sexually harassed. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it's the workplace, 
whether it's uh, networking groups, whether it's dating somebody, um, fraternity and sororities. Um, you just never, I mean, violating someone doesn't always have to be physical. It could be verbal. Yeah. Sexual like, harassment could be verbal. So I, oh, I'm pretty, pretty sure, today. actually, if I include verbal, then it's just like, that's every woman on earth. I'm pretty sure at some point has come across somebody that has, you know, hell, I feel like catcalling is harassment on some type of level. So, yeah. <laughs> the world we live in is just yeah. so great. So what are we going going to get into after this? We need to get some more juicy, <laughs> juicy, juicy like, stuff. Like I need some more chips. Like I'm gonna be Olivia Pope over here with this wine <laughs> and chips. So um, I don't have a question. Or do you wanna you wanna go and tackle tackle things first, and then I could tackle along. Um, I did have something. Well, a few things. Because so, I'm ready, honey. Okay. No, I'll let you go. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So tell me, how do you deal with um, a man that you're dating, but he really don't want to commit? And this is like, I'm saying maybe four, five months, probably even eight months into this dating phase. How many months? Anywhere from five to eight months, maybe almost a year. And he he doesn't really, you know, feel is the right time to commit or be exclusive. How do you deal with that? Like, or are you the woman, you know, that will probably not date other men or entertain other guys or go on dates or you just be, you know, focus on that one person, that one guy that again, you like him. You all been dating for a while. But for some reason, he's just not fully committed to you to the point where he's like, you all could actually call each other boyfriend, girlfriend, or, you know, you probably have met his family. He's met yours or whatever the case may be more so like a real solid thing. How do you deal with that? Are you not going to date other people? You're not going to talk to other guys. What would you do? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I was waiting for you to finish. <laughs> oh, like, she's sorry. She, it's she a long introduction. She about to go on for another hour. I'm forgetting. Stop she it! Is. You trying to play me? <laughs> you trying to say talk too much? No, I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. So first of all, to, you know me. To. You know me, so you know like five months, and it ain't no commitment. Like. Oh no, that's gonna work for me. Five months, <laughs> my nigga, and we are not committed. And okay, so how? Well, let me take it back. Okay, so like in this five months, right? What are we doing? Like, are we having sex? Like, how often are we seeing each other? You know, I'm very detailed. So like, I need to paint this picture because first of all, I feel like after three months, you should know whether you want to pursue a relationship with a person or not because. I feel like that's long enough. Like, I'm not going to say in that three months, you probably experienced that person on every, I guess, level. Like, you probably haven't seen that person grieve in three months, or maybe you have. Or I'm pretty sure in three months, you've seen that person irritable, angry, sad. Like, I'm pretty sure in that three months, you may have seen that, especially <laughs> if it's a woman. So... That's long enough to know, you know, and, and this is the thing. People 
some people, I feel like they have this whole mindset of, I need to really know this person before I get in a committed relationship or before I get married or whatever, whatever. But it's like, you're never, you're, you're still not going to fully know that person when you get married. Yeah. It could be two years later. You're still not going to know that person. People change, people grow. My perspective on a situation a year ago may not be the same today. It could be totally different. And I could have been gung-ho about that perspective. And now today I'm totally the opposite of that argument. And so it's just like, we are forever changing and growing. And that's one thing that scares me about. Well, let me not say scares me, but that is one thing I think about when it comes to like getting in a committed relationship and thinking about marriage. Like I'm going to love this person fall in love with this person more than likely. And then two years later, they may change. Am I going to be able to deal with the change? Because that is part of why some people get divorced or break up. Like, that person changed and it's hard for you to deal with the change and the change could be anything. Right. So it's just like five months is a long time for me. And you know, me <laughs> like <laughs> in three months, you should be like, okay, yeah, this is a premature relationship, especially for me personally, if you want sex to be involved, because I'm not a fan of casual sex. Like we have sex, we go together or we could just be friends. <laughs> So, oh, in five months, I'm, we may have had sex by the analyst. We're not going to have sex until we're married. That's a whole other topic. But, because one of my friends asked me the other day about that. So, let's please talk about that after this. So, yeah. like, Are you done? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we Talking should be committed. We should be committed by that five months. And if we're not, then I'm probably... First of all, so your other question was, would I be dating other people up to that five to eight months or whatever? If we are not in a relationship, then we both are able to date other people. And the, the thing with that is, though, when you really like someone, you don't want nobody else. You ain't trying to get to know nobody else. You ain't trying to talk to nobody else. Exactly. Blah, 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 for the most part. Um. I admire people who are able to still date other people while they really like this other person. But I just don't think from my knowledge, I don't think it happens that often. Like most people I know who really like somebody, it's hard for them to talk to other people. Now, is let me from say, a woman's perspective? I was just about to say, now this is from the <laughs> woman's perspective. About to say, honey. I can't really speak for the men because... Um, no, they will have five, six, I know six guys women that they like who have really liked the person or been involved and they'll cheat yeah so i feel like the guys that normally and say, i'm talking like not guys i've been with but like guys that i'm cool with and we talk about you know stuff like we shoot the shit like they my nigga but like platonically of course and so i'm just like oh you just learn so much when you have like platonic homeboys because it's just like it almost makes you not want to deal with niggas because yeah. it's just like goddamn. but it's like they can literally cheat and really like this person over here but oh don't have an argument and go on vacation because now you know, you definitely have increased the chances of them doing some fuck shit just for that moment. But then they come back home and they're trying to work it out and they're in love because that was just like a one-off type of situation. So, yeah. Mm, you said a whole lot, girl. I thought I know. I was going to run out of air. And I'm but. hot. 
but I feel like, yeah, I think by five months, yeah, y'all definitely should know what y'all doing as far as commitment and wanting to be exclusive with each other. But again, sometimes, you know, men are a little slower than women and I'm not the type to want to rush into anything either. Cause if you start rushing me in the beginning, I'm gonna look at you sideways. Like what's up with that? Like that's always like red flags for me. Guys who are quick to want to rush into stuff or get you all, you know, convoluted and confused, like doing too much. I don't like that either. Don't get me wrong. I don't like a fast dude but I don't like a slow dude either to the point where you're investing so much time, you know, in this person and feelings are getting involved. You're all doing things together like a couple, all this extra stuff, lovey-dovey, da-da-da-da-da. And they still like, well, let's give it some time. I'm not sure yet if I want to be committed. To me, I feel like maybe the reason why you don't want to be committed is because you still want to play the field and you still want to test the waters. You still want to have options or you do have options that you're trying to you know, kind of swift through to see which one is the best, you know, candidate for you or what's not. So if you're doing it, then I feel like the woman should be able to do it too without making her Absolutely. look like she's a whore or she's out here playing games or whatever. What do you expect? And guess As what? A man, and guess what? Woman, if I'm a hoe because talk to people or whatever. If I'm a hoe because I decide to date other men and we're not having sex but we're dating, if I'm a hoe for this, then I'll be a hoe. Because how are you a hoe if you're not being intimate with none of these men? And I won't even go to the conversation of, like, what a hoe is and all that. But <laughs> I will say, like, if you're not having sex with, if you're dating, like, five different men, if you have a whole roster and you haven't had sex with anybody, that's not a hoe. You're dating. Like, nothing is wrong with that. Yeah, and exactly. honestly, that's what people should do. Especially for women. I think we should be. But it's hard for us to because we're to more. Options open. Most of us. I mean, you do have some women out there that I guess can, you know hang with the toughest of the niggas but like for the women who are like you know who have hearts you know you it's it's hard to play that whole savage role so it's just like yes you are probably going to okay so i'll just say this i'll be very um transparent a few years ago I think I was talking to like, and when I say talking, because there's different, you know, definitions for each thing. So my definition of talking is literally just getting to know people and maybe dating. Um, so I'll say dating. I was dating like four different people. Was okay. it? Now. Player. <laughs> I don't think. Okay. So I will say if I had sex with anybody, it was one person out of the four. I think it was four people. It was three or four. And I must say, it was good for me personally at the time because I didn't get my feelings involved with all of them as much as I would have with just one. You know, when you just got yeah. one person, you are mainly talking to daily and you dating and, you know, it's easy to like, Fall in love and all that. But when you're talking to four different people, like you're talking on the phone, you may, you know, you don't have time to, you can't give them all the same attention, right? So I must say that was better for who I am versus just talking to one person because I didn't get my feelings as involved and also didn't get my feelings hurt at the end of the day because. Now, I definitely had one out of the three or four that I really liked, but 
it wasn't to the stream of if we stop talking, I'm about to be heartbroken and I'm gonna cry and all that. It was just like, okay, whatever. Um, I haven't had a roster in a while. <laughs> because but, there's no, I guess there, because there are really no men out here to even pick and choose from. I think it's because everybody want to play games. Well, you know why? <laughs> I could have had a roster, but like, I don't even have the energy for it no more. I don't want yeah, to talk to four different people. Yeah, it's draining. <laughs> it's uh, time consuming. Uh, I barely want to talk to two people. Like, that's too much. Like, and this is, a, I, I like to talk on the phone. I like to talk to people, but that's just even too much for me to do, like, on a daily basis. And, yeah, it's just too much. Like, so when it's all said and done, it's okay to date multiple people if you want if you're not exclusively mm-hmm. in a relationship or commit a relationship with someone here's the thing men and the women here's the thing and i don't care who disagrees and who doesn't like it you're single until you're married well i i, I agree with that at a certain degree but if you're in a solid relationship where you all are actually dating and committed to each other and boyfriend, girlfriend, but you all are moving towards, say, engagement and marriage, then I, I respect those type of relationships. What type of relationship? When you're together, you're committed, exclusive, you're dating each other wholeheartedly, you're really in love, you're all moving towards engagement and marriage. Because, you know, people, This I think it's just a phrase okay, I have a question that about people this. use. I have a question about this moving towards. Is this moving towards supposed to be over a course of, like, Years? I would say uh, probably a year or two. Especially depending on how old you are. You say two years? Yeah, I mean, probably a year or two. Like, you, okay, we together. Like, because within a, in that year time frame, you should be where, okay, where we're solid, we're good, we're exclusive. And then the next year, then you all should be thinking about marriage. You know, especially if you're in your 30s. If you're in your 20s, uh, give and take, you know. There's really no time to rush, really, to tell you the honest truth. Still, you know, date people have options and all that. But when you're at a certain age, I mean, you should be more mature to know that this is what I want out of a relationship. I want to be fulfilled. I want to build and grow with somebody, have that partnership. We grow. We love each other. We support each other. And, you know, just hope for the best and move forward towards the marriage aspect of being in love and being in a romantic space with somebody. So I'm at that damn age. I'm old. I don't need no headaches. I don't need no man not knowing what he want to do. And if you don't like me, it's fine. You know, we'll just keep it moving. <laughs> like me and you, Aquarius, I, I'm not a big astrology woman. And I don't believe in them to the point where I'm just like obsessed. But we we will want to break up with you before you break up with us. Like if we see it working, like I if, before I get my heart broken and hurt, I will call it off. Like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be together. I'll just let it be. I'll get over it. It'll hurt for a minute or two. But trust and believe, I will get over you. Like, bye. I don't think you should be saying this right now. Why not? (laughs) It's true. Like, for real. Like, I will be that person to be like, look, it's not working. Like, why even waste my time or your time? Like, just let it be. Like, I don't like that to the point where you just, I've wasted too much time in my whole 30-something plus years being on this earth. I just don't have more energy to give to anybody on that level or that degree and even though i might love you i might give you chances over and over i might forgive you but when i'm gone and i disappear you're gonna be like damn i didn't know she 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 could have just disappeared like that and this you know act like she never or i never existed to her because i would be that person 
I will love you. I will care about you. I will invest time. And when I'm saying I'm done, trust and believe I'm done. Like you probably would never ever hear from me ever in your life again, ever even see me. You'll be lucky to run into me, you know, but it is what it is. I've been there, done that. I will, I will leave you. I literally think this is an Aquarius thing. And I'm, I'm saying this because I know a lot of Aquarius. And literally, this is how most of us operate. Um, <laughs> it's not a bad thing, though. My you reason, that's see, your defense mechanism I don't think it's a bad thing because ourselves. at the end of the day, miss one, next 15, one coming. Like, I truly do believe, like, a lot of us feel like we, it's like, okay, I feel like I can get something better than this, right? I feel like I, I, I feel like I could, I deserve better than this. Like, this is good, but I feel like I can get something better than this, right? Um, but then also, of course, you do want somebody that you can, like, grow old with and all that. And I feel like I'm definitely a hopeless romantic, like, <laughs> <laughs> I am. So, like, I I get it, but, like, I also (laughs) am definitely single by choice um, because I just don't want to put up with certain things. And it could be, it could be a lot of reasons for that, whether I'm right or wrong, but I don't feel like I'm wrong. I definitely feel like I deserve to be treated away because this is what I'm used to. This is what I deserve. And also, if I'm willing to give a person my best and they should be able to give me their best. And if that's not what you're willing to give, then I'm good. And yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm just like, but as far as the whole breaking up with people before they break up with you, I definitely felt it because that has been me my whole life. Like, Oh, I'm going to break up with you before you break up with me. And this is not on some, like, I'm being childish yeah. or whatever. It's just that if you make me feel a certain way where I don't trust you or whatever the case, like, yeah. oh, I'm about secure. to dead this real quick because it's just like, what am I? I'm, I just feel like I'm not one of them people that's about to be in a situation for years, years, and years miserable. So, like, Yeah. And people might think and see it as a negative thing too, like, oh, you just gonna be flip flopping all over the place. I don't, I don't give a damn. But the thing is, yep. at the end of the day, if that person was made for you, you all would have been together anyway. And even if I broke up with you today, if you really love me and I really love you, we will definitely, you know, we will reunite some way, somehow. God is gonna put us back into that position where we are gonna be in each other's space again and we'll love each other and we will just make it work. So that's how I feel. Even- so you think that my, my ex boyfriends or whatever, I break up with them you think it's like where i was just like okay yeah i stopped talking to them don't get me wrong i wasn't looking back to go back with them at all either but the same token i wasn't like you know hmm, i'm gonna wait around and da, 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 da. i was just like i'm gonna keep moving if i have to maybe get back into their their um their their presence and it work so be it but i don't want them anyway but i'm just saying to say that you know it's nothing that i'm doing from a conniving you know aspect is just a way to protect my heart and that's you know not to fall too much deep more in love to the point where you just destroy your whole self because that shit hurts if you invest so much time with somebody you show your loyalty you love that person and then they disappoint you every second that they get they play you or they they use you i don't like that feeling because i don't do that shit to people 
And that's my thing. Like when I, I just want to make it clear that we're not on some, hey, our goal is to get in a relationship and break up with you before you break up with us. No, like I never go into a relationship thinking that we're going to break up. Um, but if I start like, if things, negative things just keep happening and I don't trust you and I don't feel like comfortable with you, then it's just, I'm just going to like nip it in the bud real yeah, quick. Exactly. I'm not going to wait a year just to say I'm in a relationship or just so people won't feel like, oh, dang, you can't keep with me. I don't give a damn. But like, yeah, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. We're going to break up. <laughs> I'm not about to be in no situation miserable. Um, <laughs> just, I, I can't do it. I ain't never did it. I don't want to do it. And also, I often wonder, like, you said something, but I don't know if the person I'll end up with is somebody that I've already been with. Because I feel like if we stop talking for a reason, like whether it was trust or somebody did some fuck shit, or maybe, you know, I've had situations where... Nobody did anything malicious or foul. It's just like the timing could have been wrong. But honestly, I often think like maybe I'm going to end up with somebody totally new. I probably won't end up with somebody from the past. What do you think? Like, would you consider someone from the past that has hurt you before? To be candid? Absolutely not. I don't see any of, you know, my past experiences you know, evolving into my future one day. Nah, not at all. Mm, no. Yeah. I could, I could, I could live without being, you know, restored with bad experiences or drama and headache and all that nonsense. I don't have time for all that because those people are going to remain the same people. Their ways are not going to change. These are grown ass men that's stuck in their ways, that's selfish or just arrogant with themselves and stuff. So I don't want to deal with any of that nonsense. So no, I'm good. Yeah, like I'll buy me a rose if I, I have, have to. I have some exes that I just don't feel like we could ever rekindle because, and we've tried like a few times. But, like, it, it always resurfaces. It's like, yeah, this is never going to work. It's, and I think it's more so around, like, just trust. And... That, too, and it's just that you just overgrow, you, um, you outgrow that person. Like, I've had it where yeah. X was trying to get back, and maybe we should do this again. I'm just like, ooh, I'm just turning <laughs> off. Like, I'm not even physically attracted to you anymore. Like, and I thought about it, but I'm like, nah, I'm good. And they will come to you with these sad stories. They send you all these random text messages. And that be oh, the I thing too. Blah, blah, blah. Like, nah, I'm good. There, I'm at. Stay over there. There has been, you know, and that's a, that's a real thing. Like, you could be really attracted to a person, whether it's mentally or physically. And things just go downhill. And, like, you, sometimes you don't get that back for the most part. Especially with me, you likely won't get that back. Um... Yeah. Nope, not at all. I'm done. Like, and if the sex ain't good, good luck, cause you probably really not gonna get that back. Like, <laughs> like were you with somebody that you were actually in a relationship with, and the sex was horrible? You're wrong for that. I ain't even saying nothing. Cause you, you said especially <laughs> the sex was horrible. Ain't no way getting it back. Like, I, 
I can't say that I had a relationship with a guy and the sex was horrible because I don't. I'm not a nympho, but I mean, sex is an important. Like part I told of a my homeboys the other day. Bad, nope. This is what I tell men, my homeboys. I told them that a woman can really like you, and you cannot have a big penis. And actually, let me just not even say not big. It could be small, right? A woman could like you though. And she could still work with that if she really likes you or yeah. loves you, right? Mm-hmm. I can't explain it. Uh, it's just it's just a way of how things can happen. But let that woman stop liking you. You got the smallest penis in the world, and you might really have the smallest penis in the world. <laughs> like it, there is nothing that can. And I used to think when I was younger in my twenties that I could be with a man. Who, if he treated me great and everything else was, like, just great, but, like, the sex wasn't, that I could live with that for the rest of life, right? But now, I can't. And I don't know if that's right or wrong, because ultimately, if we're going to go based on religion, you're not supposed to have sex till you're married. And then, sex should not be the end-all, be-all. Like, it shouldn't be a factor in a relationship or whatever, but I'm just being truthful with myself. Like, if I'm marrying you and I'm about to spend the rest of my life with you, then that would be great if that's good. You know what I mean? I'm sure no man is going to allow himself to be with no woman that has terrible pussy action. I mean, <laughs> they're, even if they wish you trust me, they're going to find somebody else to compensate for your shortcomings. I, Whether it be oral sex or I, I, vagina sex or anal sex, depending on what they like, they're going to find somebody that will still probably be married to you because of the kids or you're sweet, you're soft and nice, you're very submissive, but they're going to find their extra, you know, um, fantasies or things that are missing from the sexual aspect of your life at home elsewhere. So, can you, I, okay, so let me say this. This guy I used to um, be in a relationship with, we knew each other for a long time. And his brother was in the NFL. And that's what I'm saying. Men talk way more than we do. And they be pillow talking. (laughs) Telling me stuff that I'm not even supposed... Like, I'm going to say it on here, but I'm not, like, going around saying it. I mean, this is kind of like the world, but not for real. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not saying no names. So I, I do protect everybody's anonymity but I will say this guy had you know and he's black right played in the NFL um he got married to this um mixed woman you know they had their kids all that but he had a fetish and his fetish are you ready? <laughs> it was plus size women. So he would cheat with plus size women. Mm-hmm. And so when you said, like what you said, like, hey, some men, like, if the sex isn't great, hell, it could be the sex is great. But I honestly do believe and I'll never forget somebody saying that if a guy's a millionaire, he likely won't be faithful because it's almost like 
the more money you make, the more different things you start venturing out into and trying and all this and that. So yeah. this guy had this fetish. So he's cheating on his wife with this other group of women. He's ashamed of it. And then, of course, this is all hearsay. This is what this person's relative is telling me or whatever, which I don't even know why he was telling me this. Um, but it just goes to show because if you look on social media, you would never know that this guy is doing this. You know what I mean? You would never <laughs> think that you would think he's in the happiest of homes. And maybe his home is happy. Maybe this is just something he do. I don't know. That's why I said I do yeah, so feel like guys can cheat. Yeah. I do feel like guys can cheat and maybe they be content at home, but this is just some fuck shit they doing just because like some stupid shit. But yeah. Yeah, I have people that will, yeah, they will probably love who they're with, but they still have other fetishes and fantasies that they need to be able to indulge in and be fulfilled. And the person that they would, would can't, the person that they're with cannot fulfill those fantasies or needs and wants, and they go elsewhere to get it. And they'd be like, I still love my wife, I still love my husband, but, you know, this is what I'm into, and I just can't help. I just have a problem, and, you know, but that don't mean I don't love him or her. So, man, the world is crazy, so... And the people in it actually that makes it crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's dreadful. May the odds forever be in your favor. Um, I can't remember if it was something else I was gonna ask you surrounding it, but okay. Did you tell me like? So do you feel like? If you're dating someone for five months or more, that you should be solely committed to that person? Like, no, I'm not saying that. I said you should be at the point where you should at least know if y'all want to be committed or not. Like, you should be, you know, at the point where you could either identify with, is this my man? Is this my woman? Instead of you figuring things out from another perspective or, or I thought we were together and the other person like, well, no, we're not. We're, I'm still, you know, in a dating phase with you or I'm not exclusively with you. Cause some people will think that you're in a relationship because you do things like couples, he say things to you, you know, he takes you certain places or whatever. He give you money. He did, he wine and dine you. And then you out here claiming him. And then in reality, he's like, well, Technically, we're not together, you know. I mean, yes, I want to dine you, but we have never made anything official. So just, I want to clarify things we're not together. Because some people really think that that's a sign of being in a relationship, even though the person hasn't verbally told you anything. You know, I, I don't, I really don't trust that. I don't care. You could wine and dine me. You could pay my bills. You could pay my car note, my student loan. <laughs> you could do all those things that, that's under the sun as far as a man that probably, you know, signify himself to be your boyfriend. But if you don't tell me that we're together, we're not together. We're not together. Like we're for real. Together. I want to have from care. you. I want us to have a conversation. I want us to sit down and talk and say, this is what we're doing. I want us to be committed, cut off whoever you're talking to. I will cut off whoever I'm talking to and then we'll make this thing work. And that's it. I don't, I don't trust that. And ladies, uh, people have had that backfire on them multiple times where people think that they were in something and then they do like, no, I'm not with you. We're not together. You know, she probably pull, pull up on him. He out there with some other woman at the movies or at dinner. And she like, what's up with this? And he like, wait, hold up. <laughs> You're not my girlfriend. Oh, nigga, but you was over by my house 
fucking on me. You was doing this and sucking my this and that. And you were with my kids. You be kissing my kids and telling them you love them, but you're not my man. Nah, because we never had that conversation. So it's always good to sit down and have that conversation. I don't care how cliche it might sound. If you don't tell me that we're together and we're committed to each other, we're not together. And I don't care if I meet your mama, your daddy, whoever. Like, oh, yeah, that too. Together. But like, yeah. okay, so I have a question then. So like, mm-hmm. if you're in a situation... Have you been in a situation where you're dating someone for months and months and months and there's no, like, conversation about a commitment? Um, I would say, yes, I know there's a fine line between it. It's like, yeah, we talk about it, but it's like, again, it's not, like, to the point where, like, okay, yeah, we have sat down and we put a title on it, like, hey, you're my, you're my girlfriend, I'm your boyfriend type thing. So, basically... So, in that type of situation, you would say you're single, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you would be dating other people and all that. Yeah, I'll be open to talking to people or whatever. But whatever are you, you truly call it. open, though? If I'm truly open? Do you think you'll be truly open if you really like this person? I mean, no. In a sense, I ain't gonna lie. I really, if I really like that person, I'll probably, you know, especially if I had people that I probably met before them, I'll probably still talk to them on the phone or whatever, but it's not going to be like, I'm here dating this guy seriously and then two other guys seriously or whatever. I, I still want it to be where, yes, I I want to spend time with this person, I want to invest, but at the same time, that's like really risky because if, why why is it that you don't want to commit to me? That's my my reason, not my reason, that's my question. What's your reason for not committing to me and we knew each other for Five months, six months, eight months, or whatever. Like, and what really is the problem? What's the holdup? Like, that makes me feel like it's something that I'm lacking, that I, there's some sort of shortcomings with me, or you're thinking that maybe you could find better, or I'm not typically the type of woman that you normally will be in a relationship with, you know? So it's like, I have all these questions. All these things are going through my mind, you know? And I'm not in a secure space with you. So, of course, it's going to be like, damn, like, maybe he really don't like me. Maybe he don't see me in that light. So, maybe I should just keep my options open. Or I'm not going to just cut off everybody just because, like, and, and that doesn't mean I don't really care or love that person. Yes, I do. But, you know, I'm sure that's what they're doing. That's why they keep you on a single status. Because they probably have other women that they're dating. You know? So or people long- that they're entertaining. So how long would you let that type of situation carry on if you were, like, dating somebody for months and months? Like, is there a limit on it? Or are you just going to keep uh, dating them for, like, I don't know. years? I want to say years. But, mm, but nah, I'm not going to do that for no years. Nah. Mm-mm. I mean, because ultimately, like, you're saying, like, well, I was trying to catch you, but I didn't want to interrupt. But, like, it's almost like, I'm not about to do this and that, but then it's just like you look up three years later and you're still doing it because nah, you swear to God, lost track. I'm not and doing like, that. You know what I mean? Three years is it could come and go real quick. Two years is a long time it's to be dating time, somebody, but not, and then you're not in a committed relationship. A year is a long time yeah, yeah, to be dating definitely. somebody. In my but in opinion. a year, okay, come on, like for sure, like yeah. We should know, okay, we exclusive with each other. Like that's ridiculous. Like come on, like now I know you're really playing games with me, like for real, because. Like I said, I don't like to rush things either, but at the same token, I think a year for sure, y'all should know where y'all stand. Are we together or are we not? If not, okay, just let us move on, do your thing, I do my thing, and just, you know, call it quits. But years, two, three, four, five years, and we just, for what? Like, why am I even entertaining that? Like, 
you know, I, I could be married in that time frame. God could bless me with a man that's really going to cherish me and love me and want to be with me and want me to be his queen and want me to be in his life. You know, so I'm not going to um, allow that to happen or disqualify other potential good, safe men if, you know, I see nothing is really moving. No, there's no traction to to what we have is it, just senseless, you know, and it, it's like you're doing yourself a, um, what do you call it? What's the term I'm looking for? You're not doing yourself any justice, but there's a word I'm looking for. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about, by doing that to yourself. Absolutely. And unfortunately, people will keep doing what we allow. Yeah, they will ride the wave until... And you'll look up 10 years later <laughs> and... You didn't, <laughs> and you're like, damn, I'm still here, and it's been ten years, and he still haven't committed to me. I can't even call myself his girlfriend. That's nah, that's too much. I think if anybody do that, that's like you want to be in that position. You want to be that person that doesn't have any solid commitment, or you don't have no boundaries, like, or you don't even have any real respect for yourself if you're gonna do something like that. Mm -mm. And that person definitely don't respect you at all that man is not gonna respect you he's like I, I could get what i want out of her you know wifey benefits without committing to her or showing her any real commitment like they're not gonna respect you and trust me they have other women that they're in entertaining too so absolutely it's like they don't want any covenant because they just don't want to commit to you or they just want to be out here playing games so yeah mm -hmm. let them stay in the streets yeah but yeah that's it for that topic but I feel like I want another glass of wine. Maybe it's time for bed. <laughs> Maybe we should continue this uh, when I return back day. to Dallas. Because there's so much to say. I mean, we could talk for days. Okay, well then I have let me just ask this question. I was gonna ask on the last pod. Um, how have you overcome a breakup slash heartbreak and is it the same way you would overcome one today if it happened or do you have any like things that you have done to overcome a breakup yeah i mean <laughs> a lot of praying and a lot of self searching um what does that look like for you Self-searching? I feel like Oprah right now, yeah. Yeah, you are acting like <laughs> Oprah. What's up with that? Wait, um... But, um... <laughs> I don't know. Like, just reflecting on some of the things that I probably may have been just, you know, habitually doing, and I have to look at myself. Maybe I'm doing this wrong. Maybe I need to do it this way or, you know, try this other, you know, route because I feel like I'm getting the same results over and over. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I tried that or... You know, being open to maybe dating different caliber of men that you were accustomed to dating in the past. You're like, nah, maybe I need to get away from this and probably I need to be more open-minded and not look for all the things that your eyes see. Like, he have to be a certain, you know, height or have, you know, this certain swag or, you know? Like, that's kind of like, yeah, some of the things that I... I, I had to do for myself and just be like, hey, you know, 
obviously the things that you're you're attracting or you might find to be attractive and the things that you want in the man they're not really working so why not try something else you're you're getting older so you can't just keep doing the same things over and over and just getting the same results <laughs> but yeah that you know and then <laughs> what else can i say i mean like i say the praying the crying is good to cry and get it off your chest and um and again yeah, allowing people to come in your life because I used to put up a roadblock where like, I don't want to date any other guy right now. Leave me alone. You know, I even thought one time, did God put me on this earth to be with a woman? <laughs> and I'm like, hell nah. Cause I don't even like women. So don't even think about that girl. You know, like all these weird things, like, like this world is just so crazy. It's like, nah, I just can't picture can't myself. Me. Like girl, get out of here with that nonsense. So it's just like, girl, get back to reality. I just can't picture myself cuddling with a woman. Yeah, I know. Right. So it's like, Nah. Let alone the other stuff. But, um... So, yeah. Yeah, well, for me personally, I remember I was heartbroken one time. And I still went to the gym. And it was so hard. I would still be damn near crying going to the gym. Because <laughs> I was like, if I go to the gym, at least I'll just, you know. And so I do remember going through that. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I eventually met somebody else. At the gym? Not too long after, uh -uh, just <laughs> met them. And it kind of helped me to speed up the process of me getting over that person. Especially because they were way better than the person just in general. So it was just like... I mean, that's... that's that always helps me personally. Like, yeah. I know that's the saying, like, the best way to get over somebody is get under another person. But, like, <laughs> I do believe in it because... A lot of people shun... You know, I look down upon that. And, but getting up but, under that person doesn't necessarily mean, oh, you're having sex with the person. It could yeah. be you're dating the person, getting to know the person. At least they're taking your mind off of this person over here more than likely. Especially Which is true. if you are like, well, for me personally, it doesn't it help. You know, especially like you said, the person is better. They treat you better. and Yeah. That could help you get over, yeah, the other person that was in your life that didn't do any good by you or right by you. So, yeah. But yeah. you know what? I haven't been like heartbroken in a while. Like, my, you, I was you be even, breaking hearts though. I don't think so. <laughs> now, I definitely think I broke a couple <laughs> in my younger years, but like, not even like purposely. It was just my mentality was not. I don't know. Like, I was told I was not shalant. Like, I just was on some, like... Yeah, you don't show emotion. I was always told not to settle that. down super young. And honestly, like, I don't disagree with that because I've seen people do it. And when they hit 30s, they end up divorcing or breaking... Whatever. They end up divorcing. Not all, but some. I've seen that for myself. A few people. And so, I was always around older people. And always heard people say, like, you have forever, you know, you have your life to live in your 20s. Like, you don't even have to settle down. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. Just, you know, try to live your life, travel, blah, blah, blah. blah. So, I always try to really, like, consider that. So, yeah, I haven't been, like, heartbroken in a while. Like, even my last breakup, that was, I wasn't heartbroken at all. Mm -mm. Like, well, I, like, I miss the person. I miss parts of the person, but I wasn't heartbroken when I broke up with them. I was just like, and that's because you probably wasn't in love with that person either, right? That could be a reason. That's exactly what it is. He was not in love with them. You probably did like him or were fond of them, 
to some degree, but you wasn't really, you know, in that type of, you know, passionate love and, you know, head over heels type thing. <laughs> Define in love. You know what I mean. Stop being <laughs> crazy. You were infatuated with that person. I wasn't infatuated. That's why you were able to get over them. Because you were infatuated. You was not in love. Being infatuated is just like, oh, just for the moment. is the spur of the, the, the hour. Or, you know, this person, you know, they're cool to hang out with and chill with. But other than that, nah. I don't really see them in that light. You know, I don't think I'm in love. Like, they say you could love somebody but not be in love with them. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. But anyway, is that it for us tonight? Yeah, it's, it's, it's it. It's winding down. Um, this red wine was real good. It is. Like, I'm really buzzing right now. And all I had was, what's the name of those chips? Ruffles. What is that? Sour cream? Yep. No, not sour cream. Cheddar something. Anyway, thank y'all for listening. Um... <laughs> I got to do the listen. You know what? I'm just going to have a whole episode of listener questions and letters. Um, That'll be good. Continue to send those to the solo pod at gmail.com or you can send them on Instagram to the solo pod. I don't have any closing words besides the usual, just like, you know, be safe. And oh, yeah, Monday's Juneteenth. So. If your company is now granting that as a holiday, lucky you. No, yeah, our company don't have that. So. Really? Mm-mm. We had it. It started like a, I think two years ago. I think it started in twenty one for us, or was it twenty twenty? Mm, I don't even remember. One of those years they started, and I was like, sure, I'll take that. But yeah, I'm gonna be out of town for maybe a couple of weeks. Well, safe travels. I still can't believe I'm going to be gone for so long. And honestly, like... I hope you come back. Are you sure you're not going to just stay and just, you know, abandon us here in Dallas? No, absolutely not. This is home. This is home. Like, honestly, I don't even know if I'm going to stay gone that long because I feel like I'll be homesick. Y'all, she going to end up getting married and have kids and everything. She's going to forget all about Dallas and the soloist podcast. Okay, y'all. So it was nice. It's been real. Um, don't listen to Melissa. Mally. About to say what? This girl putting my government name all out in the streets. Okay, it's, it's okay. She working for the FBI and the CIA. I see. So yeah, um, yeah. Y'all just enjoy your weekend, and you know, I don't really have much to say. I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> all right well y'all it's have a good wine. night she's just like she's still in the vibe right now it's the but y'all wine. have a good night i feel like i'm gonna forget something but oh well i'll just i'll do another episode next week while i'm out of town all right adios bye